Hello, everybody. Welcome to Therapy Dog Talk. My name is Sherry. My pup's names are Sunny and Riley. And each week we talk with different therapy teams and researchers around the world to find out about the impact that they're making in their area. Today we're going to be talking with Suzanne and Murphy about their work with children in the Special Victims Unit in their department. If you're just getting started and you're not sure where to get started, we have a free guide for you that you can find at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. And we also have a community you can find at community.therapydogtalk.com. So as soon as we find Suzanne and Murphy, we will get them in here and get started. Hi, so I apologize for the delay. That is a-okay. Oh, hi, Murphy. <laughs> Murphy's got a yummy chew there. I uh, see. He's addicted to the pepperonis for sure. <laughs> That's great. Well, Suzanne, for those who don't know you, would you like to introduce yourself and Murphy to us? Sure. My name's Suzanne Couchet. I am a detective at the Osceola County Sheriff's Office which is here in Central Florida. It's made up of two towns, basically, which is Kissimmee and St. Cloud, Florida. We're right next to Orlando for anybody that's not familiar with the area. I work in the Special Investigations Unit, and I specifically work Crimes Against Children and Sex Crimes. And this is Canine Murphy, and he is the Sheriff's Office first therapy dog. We use him to help relax children that have been mostly children, but he's very relaxing to everybody, but who have been victims of crimes before we have to interview them. Okay. All right. So how did you come up with the idea to bring Murphy in, being that he's the first one there? He is the first. So I've been with the agency for 23 years. Last October was 23. I worked as a road deputy on patrol for three years, and now I've been a detective for the last 20 years. We do, I don't know if you've ever seen the To Catch a Predator type operations. It's a TV series called To Catch a Predator, where they go on trying to catch online predators who are trying to solicit children. So we're in a class learning how to do that. And a detective that was there started to tell me about the therapy dog program, which locally it was started by the Bavard County Sheriff's Office. They had a detective that was getting his, I believe his doctorate degree, and he did his thesis on the therapeutic effects of using therapy dogs with children that had been victims of crimes and found that, I don't know the exact percentages anymore, but it was like 30 some odd percent of kids without using a therapy dog to relax them before you interview them. They gave a full disclosure about 30 some odd percent of the time. But bringing in a therapy dog to relax children before you have to interview them about what's happened to them, they found it went up, I believe it was like 81%, a huge difference if you can relax them ahead of time with the dog. So the Rod County Sheriff's Office had a program set up where they go to animal control and they find what they think would be good therapy dogs that they can then, they have inmates that are trained to train the dogs with basic obedience and they're giving them free to law enforcement agencies to use in the Crimes Against Children unit. So I had already gotten Murphy six years ago this past Christmas for our children. And we had another dog and we didn't want a third dog. So we called over there to see if we could possibly use a dog we already had. And they said golden doodles make great therapy dogs for a couple reasons. My favorite in part is that he does not shed, which is a wonderful asset for any of you that have other dogs that shed a lot like our other dog does. Also, doodles have a great demeanor. They're great with children. But then another big part that they had pointed out was the fact that they're hyperallergenic. 
And they said, there's nothing worse than showing up on a scene with a child in crisis and they can't even pet your dog because they have allergies. So they actually put on a 40-hour investigative therapy dog course that we were able to go over to and put Murphy through. And then they have to be actually a year old through the Alliance of Therapy Dogs. So we continued with a lot of socialization um, after that until finally he was um, able to be officially used as a therapy dog. Okay, very, very cool. That's quite the journey. It was, it was. <laughs> well worth so it. So how old was Murphy when he joined you at work then? So we actually, we started bringing him in when he was about 10 months old okay. just to initially get him used to being socialized. But we couldn't actually use him with kids until he was a year old. But it was great to have an adorable 10-month-old puppy <laughs> that I got to bring to work every day, basically. So that was pretty awesome for sure. I'm sure your coworkers were not mad about that. Not at all. I instantly became, well, not even me. Murphy instantly became the most popular employee here at the agency. Probably, yeah, so. Probably don't even notice you they, anymore. Just they do not. I walk in a room, they'll look up to see if he's with me. And if he's not, then they just sit back down. I'm like, hey, I'm a person too. You know, like I'm here. But yeah, they love to see Murphy for sure. Yeah, we talked with Dr. Laura Peterson a few weeks back and she works in corrections with her dog. And she said she just sometimes wants to call in sick on days that her pup can't come in because she gets so tired of hearing, where's Jameson? Where's Jameson? Yeah, exactly. I can relate for sure to that. <laughs> That's really great. So how did you know that Murphy would enjoy being a therapist? You know, I wasn't really positive. I didn't really know. My friend Mindy, who we've been friends for years with Woody, the Bassett. And so talking to her a lot and just seeing a lot of what she was going through. Our dogs were puppies at the same time. So just kind of following her journey, I thought sounded like a pretty amazing thing to try. And then Murphy was just great with kids. He's so cute. He just, he looks like a teddy bear. One of the bad parts about doodles is sometimes the hair when it gets longer, yeah, kind of have to shave it. And not that he's not cute when he's shaved, but I really love the full hair teddy bear look the most. But it's just kind of, he makes it very, very easy, luckily. That's really good. I'm glad that he makes it easy for you. He does. And be quite fluffy, especially when their nutrition's really good. So their fur is really soft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He has lots of fans in the comments there. I see everyone loves Murphy. They claim that they know they're biased, but they said he's the best. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, we are very lucky to have some very loyal fans and followers out there. Even just today, we were in PetSmart and this couple's like, you know, and it's pretty neat. So not only do we use him with that, but there's a lot of really cool things here at the agency that we get to do. So for instance, in Osceola County, there's three different Christmas parades. There's St. Cloud, downtown Cassini, and then there's Point Sienna. So in the last several years, the sheriff's office float has had the theme of the Grinch that stole Christmas. So Murphy comes as the Grinch's dog, and he sits in the toolbox on the truck that pulls a float that has the Grinch in it, who's in like a jail cell. He comes as, you know, Grinch's dog. So we have a little antler for him to wear. He doesn't keep it on for too long. And then we throw dog treats out to people with dogs along the parade route, which is super fun. It's so cool. It's such a great adventure to go on with him. So I love it. And who doesn't love Max anyway? Exactly. Exactly. That's great. Do you volunteer with him too or just things through the department? We are really busy through the department. We do get some things. My friend Mindy started a group of therapy dogs and dog therapy. And so I will on occasion be lucky enough to go do some of the events with them, they do a ton of them. And so we don't get out quite as much. Plus, we work Osceola is kind of the opposite direction of where a lot of their events are located. But this past Christmas, we went to like a nursing home 
and we bring our therapy dogs through and then we sing Christmas carols. Murphy has kind of gotten into a habit of enjoying singing along. It's really cool because we go to a lot of schools and we meet a lot of kids. And I feel very blessed to be able to come in with Murphy and make a different kind of connection with kids. It's hard for them to resist Murphy. I think kids are even more attracted to him because he's so big that kids are kind of taken aback by how big he is. It's super neat to be able to go into the schools and have that kind of connection. Then Murphy started years ago with the birthday song. So it's kind of neat because nobody believes that he'll sing happy birthday, but he does. He like barks right along with the birthday song. And in this past Christmas, when we were in the nursing home, as the humans were singing Christmas carols, he starts right in with it, which I was nervous might be a little startling, but they seemed okay. So the residents seemed okay. I think I remember Mindy talking about that because she said that we're not good singers. <laughs> no. That Murphy made it better by choice. <laughs> He kind of grounded the rest of us out. So that always helped for sure. Definitely yeah. helps. Yeah. How big is he? You mentioned everyone's surprised about how big he is. Yes. How big is he? So Murphy weighs, he's probably close to 60 pounds now. Oh. Murphy actually had bloat. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of bloat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't overly familiar with bloat. He actually got bloat a few months ago after eating a lot of food and drinking a lot of water. So he was really thin before. And then he had to go a few weeks with eating soft foods. And then we just kind of incorporated some hard food back into it. And he's put on about 10 pounds since then. But he also stands pretty tall. So, you know, like I'm sitting in a basic chair, but he stands pretty tall too. So, yeah, if if I stand up, he'll stand right up to my shoulders. He'll put his paws right up on my shoulders. We have like a cubicle and we have treats like his pepperoni and other treats in the corner. And when people come by to visit, he will jump up on the cubicle and then practically put his nose on the bag of treats, trying to tell whoever's there, like, make with the treats, you know? And I usually try to get anybody that comes by to make him sit or do some kind of something as a reward for the treat instead of just giving him all the treats. Oh, yeah. Well, I know you obviously can't share a lot of details about what he does with the kids, but is there anything that stands out to you that you can share that is just an example of why the work that Murph does with you is so important and so valuable? I can. I'm a talker and I can tell you stories all day, but I'll tell you a shortened version of the first child we got to use Murphy with. So she was 10 years old. She'd been a victim for two years. And when I got called out that night, the little girl is crying, clutching her mom. You know, she's held this secret in for two years and she's finally come forward. And so we take them to a place called the Child Protection Team, which is where they get interviewed. They actually don't allow Murphy in during the interview because it's supposed to be just the person that's specifically trained to interview the children. It's just them and the child. If Murphy were to be in there, I would have to be in there as well. So what we do is Murphy will sit with them beforehand and then I'll say, well, Murphy's going to go take a nap. And when he's done taking up, he'll be done talking to my friend and then we'll meet again. And so that's what we did with this little girl. So before her interview and after her interview, she had about 45 minutes of her playing with Murphy, just the two of them. And she absolutely fell in love with Murphy. About 10 months later, when it was getting me to go to trial, we had called the state attorney's office and told them, we're going to come and see the little girl beforehand, but please don't let her know we're coming. Because if something in progress came up and we had to leave, I didn't want her to be disappointed. We show up. And she's in this room and we walk in and she cries out, Murphy, and runs over and throws her arms around him. And I look over at her mom and her mom said, all I've heard all week long was how much she hoped Murphy would be here today. And then the little girl turns and looks at me and she said, 
I've been praying to God every night for Murphy to be here for me today. And it still gives me chills to this day. We actually ended up staying the entire day with her because her testimony took a while. She got up on that stand. We weren't allowed in because we were a witness to the case as well. But they said that she was a rock star up there and had this confidence that they felt she didn't have prior to us coming in there with Murphy. And then at the end of the day, we gave them a ride home, which was cute because my kids hate sitting in the back seat with Murphy because his butt is usually like right here. And so I'd warn this little girl like, hey, if you don't mind. And I've never seen a child more proud to be sitting there with Murphy right here, like so excited because she was there with Murphy. So that was my very first victim who we had such a love and loyalty for. Because that was, you know, the first one we were able to go to and be a part of with Murphy. And I have had amazing stories like that ever since. But just to know that a child, a 10-year-old little girl is praying at night for just this goofy dog. He just stayed there with her when she needed somebody more than anything was pretty amazing. That's great. Thank you. Kim is curious if Murphy belongs to the department or to you personally. Murphy is my personal dog. We had gotten Murphy, like I said, six years ago at Christmas. So we enter a contract with them when they essentially like rent Murphy from me for like a dollar a year. He's covered under their insurance, just like our other canines. And so luckily he still belongs to me. I wouldn't want him to not be mine because if anything happened and I had to leave this agency, I couldn't, I couldn't leave him with someone else. So yeah. Yeah. Winston is curious if the office has any other dogs on staff. I don't know if they mean specifically therapy dogs. Yes. Winston is pretty amazing too. We know Winston. So after this started, we had someone else that wanted to, a school resource officer. So if he petitioned the agency to see if he could start and they agreed. So he was going around to different schools with his dog. I don't believe that they're with the agency anymore. We actually have a couple of volunteer dogs, is my understanding, on staff now. And the sheriff has his dog, Bacon, uh, part of his anti-bullying campaign. It's a bulldog puppy named Bacon. He runs around here and may or may not be stealing Murphy's toys. There's an investigation going on with that. We're still waiting to see how that turns out. Speaking of investigation, someone's calling out Murphy in the chat and says, tell them about all the shenanigans he does in dispatch. I've been <laughs> dispatched. Oh, I'm not sure which shenanigans they would be referring to, but I know when he's up in dispatch, it's usually a photo session. Every time it is very sweet. You know, we were up there one day, which was so amazing how much a therapy dog can work because we happened to be there right when a dispatcher was on the line with a young person whose parent had just been murdered. And the dispatcher was trying to talk them through it. And it was so amazing to watch Murphy just sit next to them as they were petting Murphy during this very critical situation. People forget about our dispatchers, you know, who are amazing. To me, sometimes their job is even harder because they have that opportunity to just talk over the phone and they have to take all of that in just via the phone, you know, there's such a huge asset just being able to answer that call and talk somebody through such a difficult situation. But they, they love him. He runs a little crazy up there. It always makes me laugh afterwards to see all the posts from everybody doing little photo sessions with him while he's up there. So they love it. Well, allegedly he likes to look into their lunch boxes up there is what I'm hearing. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's a given. That's not just in dispatch, unfortunately. And I, I learned early on in his career where I had some people like, oh, can I give him like some table scraps? And I'm not going to lie with my regular dogs at home. I have given them table scraps at times. 
But then I started to realize it's easy for your dogs to become food driven. I was having trouble with him begging people for food. And so he does love to sniff at the lunch boxes. But I think lots of times, not only is he probably sniffing lunch, but lots of times we can tell there won't even be a lunch in there, but it's the people's pets that they can smell on their lunch box mm-hmm. that we notice as well. But yes, he does try to finagle some lunch boxes if he can, for sure. <laughs> That's so funny. On a little bit more serious note, Levi was curious if it's difficult to hear the kids' stories and if you can separate it or if you just help the children relax before they go in. So I think in anybody that works Katie Crimes, you have to find a way to separate it. Unfortunately, for a long time, mine has been eating. And a lot of people ask, well, we take joy in, in taking our stress out through eating sometimes. But it is hard to separate it sometimes, you know. I say I'm going to write a book one day. So that my own children can realize why I'm such a helicopter mom and always hovering over them because of all that we see in the job. But as bad as the job can be, there's nothing cooler than being able to help kids and made even cooler by bringing your amazing dog with you to try to help as many kids as you possibly can. So that's for sure. Does Murphy come with you every day? Well, she does. So like last week I was in court. So when I'm testifying in court, he's not allowed to come in while I'm testifying because who knows how long I could be on the stand. So sometimes if it's days where I know I'll be in court for a while, I might not bring him. But I've actually had defense attorneys in court that argue. So once they have closing arguments, then we're allowed to come in and watch the closing arguments and then be there when the jury announces the verdict. And so I had a defense attorney argue not to have Murphy in essentially because of his cuteness. Luckily, the judge overruled it and Murphy and I stayed inside the courtroom. So, Gotcha. So does he work like a full work day, five days a week? I'm just curious, like what percentage of the week he's working versus when he's off? We work four tens, generally seven to five. But two weeks ago, we came in at 7 a.m. on a Thursday and we, right at the end of shift, had multiple call-outs and we didn't leave until five o'clock on Friday. We were out for about 34 hours. And I remember one of my coworkers saying like, oh my gosh, poor Murphy, you know? And I said, poor Murphy, like he's had about 12 naps during that time, you know? How blessed that happens? What yet? So he has this great bed and he takes lots of naps when he's not having to do anything. He has a toy box that our friend Janet gave him that's filled with toys and tons of treats. So, you know, he's technically blank, blank, working all day, but he does get his naps in for sure. Awesome. What do you and Murphy do for self-care? We go to the dog park a lot. I would love to say it's self-care, but we recently got a puppy and I forgot how much those take and Murphy hasn't completely warmed up to him yet. And we have another dog at home. So we just love to play with the other dogs. He loves to do the zoomies and just go home and veg on the couch a lot and, and just hang out. I guess your opinion on getting a third dog changed somewhere along the way, huh? You know, I'd never heard a bad thing about golden retrievers, but now that I have one as a puppy, I've had lots of, oh, everybody's telling me how wild they are as a puppy. Nobody mentioned that before. He is very wild, but luckily he's super cute. Otherwise, (laughs) I don't know what would be happening at my house right now, but yeah, he's a sweet, sweet puppy. Yeah, The golden retriever puppies I've met are wild. Although we had Stevie on here, I think just the week before Mindy, and Stevie is just a strangely calm golden retriever. Yeah, I hear he'll eventually get calm, but he's only about uh, like three, three and a half months now. So we'll give him a couple more weeks. Well, before we head out, do you have any advice for someone who's interested in bringing their dog to work with them or volunteering with their dog just based on your experiences? 
really, to me, the biggest part is the socialization aspect, taking your dog everywhere and getting him used to being socialized and pet by anybody and everybody because it is such a huge reward. Like there's nothing cooler than taking your dog everywhere, number one, but having it be under the guise of being able to help others makes it just that much more awesome. So I would definitely encourage anybody and everybody to have that opportunity to definitely go for it. And like I said, socialization is the best thing. There's plenty of websites you can go on and see exactly what they require. When we first went, he was afraid of elevators and liked to chase after birds. We pulled up to meet Miss Evelyn, who gives the exams. And here was a field filled with birds. And then we had to go to the third story. So I thought, oh, he's not going to pass this. But mm-hmm. Evelyn was great with us and he made it through. So that's great. That's Thank great. you. Well, Suzanne, thank you so much for sharing your experiences with Murphy. If people want to follow along with his story, they can find you at K9Murphy, right? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Well, take care and give Murph a hug for us. And have Definitely. A He's napping again already. So. <laughs> Sleepy boy. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Take care. You too. Thank you.